0: Uh, it's a difficult question, but I'm going to ask it. Certainly, more uh, Trump uh, difficult to answer since it's looks in the future. It's the old crystal ball, and you even said yourself, i think he'll The world, you do. You cut me off. You, yeah. th- you think he will not end his career as a Green Bay Packer just like you? Um, my gut tells me no. You know, it's kind of cool now. To it's not uncommon to retire and unretire now. Well, I, I guarantee you this. And I, I don't know this for certain, but I guarantee you it's got the wheels turning in Aaron's mind, which which, if, if that's the case, then that means that there's a chip on his shoulder towards the organization that otherwise was not there. And so he, all he needs is a reason other than this reason uh, to expedite that.
1: Five letters here. Just for everybody out there in Packerland and yourself today. R E L A X. Relax. We're gonna be okay.
2: Oh, it just keeps getting better and better. Brett Favre, not intentionally, just a guy who doesn't mind sharing his thoughts and opinions, and we love him. We love the honesty. Just pouring a little more gasoline on the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers fired today on the Rich Eisen Show. We have more audio of that. thinks the Packers burned the the bridge with Aaron Rodgers and has talked with Aaron Rodgers. And we'll let you know what Brett Favre was told by Aaron Rodgers and how he feels about the selection of Jordan Love. And look... We're a Vikings show, first and foremost. We're a Vikings Radio Network affiliate. We have more Vikings fans here than fans of any other pro or college or high school team of any sport here in the Sioux Empire. On Fox Sports one AM 1230, and KWSN.com. But even the Vikings fans have spoken. They just want to hear about this grease fire going on in Green Bay. So more, more, more. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days
3: of our miserable Packers fans' lives.
2: So Popper continues, Craig, fighting, head coach versus quarterback, GM versus quarterback, maybe head coach and GM. Rob Domofsky, a Green Bay b writer for years, thinks this is all good against. This is not exactly what Matt LaFleur wants or wanted, so there might be that aspect to it. Uh, It's just delicious coming from Vikings fans like you who are used to your team going through all this.
3: I have a lot of Green Bay Packer fans, or uh, a lot of friends who are Green Bay Packer fans. You know, let's go back to 2016. Sam Bradford comes in after being brought in because Teddy got hurt, and then Bradford plays 15 games and plays well, and then and then Bradford gets hurt, and then it's Case Keenum who comes in, and Keenum leads him to the uh, NFC uh, game with uh, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. the NFC Championship, and then Keenum is gone, and there's concern, oh, you should have never let Keenum go, he should have been with the Vikings, here came Kirk Cousins and paid him all that money. Last four or five years, that's all we've been talking about is quarterback play. (sighs) Mm -hmm. It is so refreshing that another team has that same problem. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it just happens to be one of the biggest... Uh, foes of the Minnesota Vikings, and it's the Green Bay Packers. Well, and
2: it's not just the quarterback, because Aaron Rodgers is still the quarterback, and he's still pretty damn good. At the very least, he still doesn't throw any interceptions, just six in the last two years. So even though the Packers have, I mean, they were bad two years ago when he finally got Mike McCarthy fired, and still he wasn't throwing picks. I mean, he's still really good. He's still their quarterback. No one believes it's going to be... Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers in a quarterback battle coming up here in 2020. So they, they at least still have that going for them. And it's hard to believe Aaron Rodgers makes a bunch of mistakes and plays horrible. Uh, he was not a top-ten statistical quarterback last year. So they, they still have their quarterback. But I know what you're saying. And,
3: what is his attitude going to be? Yeah,
2: and the Vikings fans have also been going through the Vikings in fighting. That's what's delicious here if you're a Viking fan is how dysfunctional the Packers are. I mean, it did get dysfunctional with Rodgers and McCarthy late in the McCarthy era. And it seemed dysfunctional, maybe to a certain degree, with Favre and Rogers waiting in the wings years and years ago. It's amazing now that Favre and Rogers seem like they're at the very least very cordial, and if not buddies, the fact that Favre has already talked to Rogers about this and has a, if not a shoulder to cry on, and I think a lot of Vikings fans would believe, maybe even Packers fans would believe that Aaron Rodgers has been crying and has needed shoulders to cry on. <laughs> uh, and that. uh it's the it's the bickering and backfighting which Vikings fans have seen so much. I mean, Brad Childress and anyone uh, who was on the team during the Brad Childress era. I mean, Randy Moss, uh, Brett Favre. It was there was Favre versus Childress in fighting, and still a lot of winning going on. But uh, players and fans picking sides who should be the quarterback here and now. Uh, bring Keenum back or not? I mean. The Vikings have been through so much of this controversy and drama, which is great for us, great for sports talk, great for theater. But now the Packers are, are going through it. And later in the hour, our buddy Bart Winkler, our Packer pal, he's just ripped apart. And uh, we really opened the vein of his today uh, about how much worse and worse and worse this is getting if you are a Packer fan. And there is just no way to put lipstick. On this pig. Although, Craig, your suggestion, Aaron Rodgers, come out and just say... Five letters here. Just for everybody out there in Packer land and
1: yourself today. R-E-L-A-X.
3: Relax. We're
1: going to be okay.
2: I mean, what good would that do?
3: What good would that do? Well, there's a huge fire going on in Milwaukee. There's a huge fire going on in Green Bay. Packer fans are livid They are livid over what they did in the draft. They are livid. And Aaron Rodgers can come in and just say, Packer fans, don't worry about the draft. We didn't get a wide receiver. That's okay. We got some good wide receivers. We got Darren Funches, and we got those other guys who I don't remember who their names are. But we'll be okay. Relax.
2: Relax, Green Bay. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, things have really sucked, and I doubt that isn't the case, and you're pissed. First of all, I just feel, A, Aaron Rodgers has the right to go the other way. If he wants to open his mouth and speak, he has the right to complain and not be called a big baby. I know that's what everyone will call him because, to a degree, that's part of who he is. We, we, we rarely talk about Tom Brady, Drew Brees... Russell Wilson and problems with them and their teammates, them and management, them and coaches. And if there is, they kind of, they're still able to win. Like, you know, we keep hearing this and seeing this from Aaron Rodgers, the, the passive aggressive and aloof body language, suck it up. But again, there's a reason. Rodgers has been far less helped with whatever he has around him, offense and defense, than any of those other guys. Russell Wilson hasn't had much help, and you could argue, you don't argue, it's inarguable. He has handled it better, at least publicly. The smile on his face and an aw shucks guy. Past teammates of Aaron Rodgers like Greg Jennings have come out. And you can say they have their own agenda. But it, it's no coincidence. Aaron Rodgers is the only quarterback, the only superstar where we have these discussions. He is difficult. Jeff George was difficult. Um, Jay Cutler was difficult. Aaron Rodgers is difficult. But I still think there's a reason why he's been difficult. He's, gee, and, and this is the proliferation of it with what they right. did in this draft.
3: Right. Well, how long do you want him to pout before he becomes I'm all in with the Green Bay Packers? Because if you're a Packer fan, you want him all in, right? Mm-hmm. When the season starts, mm-hmm. so you want him just to go ahead and pout for another month or so and be quiet and stay at his, his uh, Bel Air bungalow right. by
2: the beach? Yeah. Which, by the way, we would all live in if we made his kind of money and uh, really liked California, where you're from. Uh, well, th- that might be what he does anyway, because we still don't know when any of these teams are going to get back together and work out together. So there's not going to be much going on. Last year, before Lafleur's first season, we all wondered there was Audible Gate, and we wondered. Matt Lafleur doesn't like quarterbacks audibling out of his plays the the way McCarthy allowed Rogers to have that sort of freedom and and I mean these guys uh, for all intents and purposes throughout that season got along and they won a bunch of games it was a fraudulent thirteen and three but they won winning is the great deodorizer as Bill Parcells said and seemed to go well. And then it feels like now Aaron Rodgers has been sabotaged. So what's round two of this uh, of this latest bump in the road for Lafleur and Goudikins and Aaron Rodgers? I just don't know what good it might do good in the short term, but what good does it do in the long term for Aaron Rodgers to just say, "Hey, I'm behind all this. We're gonna play. We're the Packers. I'm the guy." Uh, the reports of all this infighting and me being pissed off are all untrue because he could do that. He could be lying. I believe Brett Favre when he says that he's going to hold back on, on on revealing to us Aaron Rodgers' true feelings, which have been which have been divulged to Brett Favre. Which, by the way, is a surprise to a lot of us <laughs> that Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers talk and uh, connect. Apparently, uh, being the only two guys on the planet who've gone through this with the Packers. I, I I guess I would say I agree somewhat with you. It wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt for Aaron Rodgers to publicly just say five letters here, <laughs> just for everybody out there in Packerland and yourself today.
1: R E L A X. Relax. We're gonna be okay.
2: My point is, I don't. I won't believe him. I, I it's I, I believe Bob McGinn and I believe Brett Favre. He's not okay with this, so why go out there and lie about it? If he went out and did this, he'd be lying because all of us would be pissed if we were Aaron Rodgers. Nick Gary made an interesting point last hour when he said, "Basically, suck it up. So what if they drafted a quarterback? You're the quarterback. This isn't a yeah. this isn't a competition. Next three or four years. Um, and, and you know if we try to put ourselves in Aaron Rodgers' shoes, we would all be pissed. But yeah." You, Craig, I know, a day or two in your life in the business of radio have come to work, and you're not happy with the way things are going with management or perhaps somebody that you work with. And I've been through it too, and the most productive thing to do is to figure out a way out of it, solve the problem. Um, There's only so long you can be upset about it. Be proactive, all of that jazz. But again, maybe it calms the waters of Packers fans. If Aaron Rodgers said this, but I, uh, you know, I believe it'd be, he'd be lying. It's interesting. Bart Winkler said, you know, yeah. Aaron Rodgers has the locker room. You know, most, and I don't know if Bart knows that for sure, but his, his boys are going to rally around him more than they're going to rally around Matt LaFleur and John against this upcoming season. So I don't consider the Packers dead, even though this is a delicious melodrama to watch. And um, Packer fans like Bart are just through the roof. Ticked off before we get to Matt here on Sports Talk with Craig and John, a little bit of a BART last hour here on KWSN.
1: And I don't think that it's fair that we demand to hear from him because he didn't do anything. You know, he he didn't we all want to hear from him. We want to hear him either say, This sucks or whatever, let's do it. But it's not fair for Rogers to have to answer for a decision that he didn't make and for a decision that Matt LaFleur and Brian Gutekunst, I think, made probably a little too early. The more that I chew on this draft, the more I hate it from every angle as a Packer fan. I hate that they spent a first-round pick on Jordan Love. I hate that to get Jordan Love they traded up and gave up a fourth-round pick. I hate that because they didn't have a fourth-round pick, they had to reach for guys in the second and third round. I hate that they just threw darts at the end. I hate that they drafted nine guys. They don't need nine guys. They, they don't need that many guys. They just need a couple of impact guys. W- were you a game away from the Super Bowl? Yeah. You won 13 games. we like to be revisionist history. And I've told you guys this, too. They probably played at a better record than what their talent was, but they did play the schedule in front of them. And-
2: All right, so that's Bar Winkler, by the way. He thinks nine picks is too many? Vikings had 15 of them. I wonder if Vikings fans feel uh, the same way. Uh, Just a little bit more from Bart.
1: Every hour that passes, I hate the draft more than the hour that preceded it. (laughs) This is such an obnoxious, irresponsible, (laughs) misguided draft that I can't believe this is the team that I'm talking about right now. This is my team. I own this sorry stack of a franchise.
3: (laughs) I ah, think Bart needs to hear from Aaron Rodgers and say relax.
2: He says he doesn't. And I and I agree with and I agree with him. I just maybe it does a little good in the short term and maybe if I was Aaron Rodgers, that's what I would do. Hey, Packer Nation. Uh, we are dealt the cards, we're dealt. We almost reached the Super Bowl last year. I I'm the quarterback. I'm poised to go out there, run the plays that Matt LaFleur calls for blah, 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 blah. I just won't believe it. So, again, I I don't know with with us not knowing when football is going to start again, if the games are going to go on. Yeah, the NFL is confident right now they are, maybe without fans. But I, it's going to be a long time before they, we, we get out on the field in September to see what's really going to happen. So I'm just not quite sure um, that Aaron Rodgers absolutely needs to go out there and tell everybody to relax. Let's see what you think. And again, I agree, Craig, it wouldn't hurt. wouldn't hurt because it's all just blowing up right now. Tires, 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 fan line. Matt, who's a Vikings fan, joins Craig and John here on Fox Sports 981, AM 1230, and KWSN.com. Uh, Matt, do you think Aaron Rodgers needs to uh, needs to put out the fire and calm the waters? Is that his responsibility, considering his reputation already as being difficult and a sour yeah, uh,
1: yeah, I am a Vikings fan, so it's kind of weird, but I don't think he really needs to do that. Where this is a complicated deal, John, and if you said this earlier, I might have missed it because I just tuned in. But he he's pay his contract. He's under contract for four more years, over thirty five million a year. And there's a dead cap penalty of $28 million against the cap if they trade him. So he's not going anywhere for the immediate future. But, you know, it's just pretty interesting, though. I was surprised they took him, to be honest with you. You're, with sur- that.
2: You're surprised what? That they drafted Jordan Love yeah. when they did. Uh, everybody so. Everybody's pretty flabbergasted by that. Yeah, the, the notion is that without getting into the details, it's two more years, Craig. He has four years left on his deal. It gets a lot less expensive for him to be traded um, or to leave after two years. It, it, it feels like it's two more years with him. Yes, so
3: Because of the salary cap. It's huge. It's yeah. a huge hit uh, against uh, the Packers. And they can't cut him either because they'll still uh, be up against that cap as well. Um, (laughs) I'm just concerned about my Packer friends. I I want them to feel better about what went on last
2: week. Yeah, I want to hear from them. 336-1230, 336-1230. Here's a little bit more from from Brett Favre and and his thoughts on the Rich Eisen show today. Uh, Here's Rich Eisen asking him a question. ESPN, but I'm
0: sure that he he, he would be sit, so so he's not sitting there and and then wondering where the hell did that come from that he does at least have a 10 minute heads up or five minute heads up you know while somebody yeah. might be on the phone with Jordan Love somebody's on the phone with Aaron Rodgers you know that that's the one thing that I I was wondering yeah you know, you know I mean my my take on that is if I were the GM and I had Drew Brees if I had Tom Brady if I had Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Russell Wilson, guys like that, uh, on my, uh, as my quarterback, I would I would make sure that I gave every impression that I their input was extremely valuable, and that whatever I did, I was doing in the best interest of the team. But I wanted to include them. You know, I just think that that I mean. Green Bay's not going anywhere without Aaron Rodgers in the next few years. If he plays like we expected him to play, they got a shot with or without a first-round receiver. He's that good. So I would do all I could to not burn that bridge. (laughs) Um, And I I don't think that they did that. I think that they burned a bridge that it's going to be hard to uh, overcome.
2: All right, so there's Brett Favre earlier today. So Two questions. Uh, should the Packers, do they owe it to Aaron Rodgers, a special talent that has brought a lot to Green Bay and basically overcompensated for years of not complimenting him with an, with good enough talent? He hasn't been bereft. Let's not pretend it's all Aaron Rodgers here. Devontae Adams is a pretty damn good receiver. Jordy Nelson, pretty athletic and good. He and was He was a... Uh, he was a he was a, the first pick the Packers had in a particular draft. It was early second round, but technically he hasn't had a first-round receiver pick for him nor a first-round skill player. But, okay, does he owe it to Packer fans to come out and calm the waters? And do, did they owe him? You know, According to Brett Favre, who has his opinions that you just heard, did they need to give Aaron Rodgers a heads-up? Because I, 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 Brett Favre is saying if this were him, he'd be, he'd be ticked at, at the fact that the, the, Aaron Rodgers was not consulted about this, nor even given a heads-up. Was that a big uh, mistake?
3: Did that? I, I am not asking Aaron Rodgers his views on who I'm going to pick hmm. in the draft. I could care less. Wow. But... Knowing how soft he is, apparently with reactions of uh, of criticism, I would have called him before the announcement came out. To who they?
2: Took. I, I, I guess I'm just. Uh, I guess I'm just soft because I think I, I'd be just as as pissed as Aaron Rodgers appears to be. I think most of us would be, but uh, you know, it's private and public. And how long do you take to get over it? And by the way, and uh, this is another line from Favre, which I don't have on audio here. But uh, Favre said he talked with Aaron Rodgers about the pick uh, of Jordan Love. Quote, I'm not going to talk about all that we talked. He was, let's just say, surprised they went that direction. Uh, Tim is a Packers fan. He gets the last word here on if Packers fans should be as alarmed as Bart Winkler is. Uh, More from Bart. You heard what he had to say. Irresponsible, reckless. It gets worse by the hour. This draft, his hair's on fire. Tires, tires, tires. Fan line. Tim's a Packer fan here on Craig and John. Go ahead, Tim.
1: Um, at first, yeah, I was a little surprised by it, not happy. But you know, if you look at the receiver depth that we have right now, I mean, we got Tay, we got Lazar, we've got Kumro, EQ, MVS. I mean, we got plenty of receivers. So it does suck a little bit that we didn't see one go, but we got plenty of depth there. And now we also got a, a tight end that goes along with another deep position right there that we have for depth and uh, we don't know anything about this quarterback you know we, we he could easily turn out to be a bust here the next year and rogers will be fine mm. and Luna, rogers i feel like doesn't need to say anything about it because that's not really the kind of character he is
2: mm. just, should, he, should, gonna, should he be a sorry, different character than what he has been though in this case What's that? He already has this rep of being kind of a sourpuss, a baby, difficult to work with. And Craig's point is, a lot of people think it's only going to get worse for him if he, if he if he doesn't go away from the kid. You said it's not the type of character he is. Does he need to be a different type, type of character?
1: I, I think as long as he goes out and they win games, I think yeah. he's going to be fine and happy Thank with you. it. I mean, Thank we've you. got three great running backs
2: that will be fine. Yeah, thank you, Tim. And that's a good way to walk off, Craig. It reminds me of when Bo Pelini constantly set himself on fire in Lincoln with the Huskers. I know this seems like an out-of-left-field analogy, but follow me. It's a real quick story. These, these audio tapes of him berating fans, his sideline outbursts, just basically being a clown show jerk. And I remember our station in Lincoln had Bobby Bowden on the show one day, old Florida State legend. And they asked Bobby Bowden, what does Bo Polini need to do to get the, the get the Husker fans on his side and to calm the waters of the and to put out this dumpster fire? Bobby Bowden's response was two words, Craig. Win games. Win games.
3: And Even if it, it, it includes uh, <laughs> giving the ball to your running back, yeah, more what, than 50%. Uh, it.
2: However, it's done. I mean, they won 13 last year when apparently they weren't I necessarily still, eye to
3: eye. I still have the Packers winning the division. Yeah. I still do.
2: I don't, and it's not all because of this, but but uh, it's, again, pillow fight for that division title. to 10 wins, and neither of these teams are equipped, especially with, the COVID and the pandemic shortening these off-seasons. Uh, you know, Vikings and Packers, I don't see either of them going to even the championship game. Other, other teams are better equipped and, and ready to win. Uh, Sports Talk with Craig and John. All right, uh, speaking of those Vikings, Rick Spielman was on Jim Rome, and if you're a Vikings fan, you've been waiting patiently for Vikings material. Uh, some insight into why Rick Spielman picked these guys that he picked beyond just their athletic, athleticism and their measurables and their good character. Uh, stuff I think you'd be really interested to find out about. Justin Jefferson and uh, Jeff Gladney and Ezra Cleveland from The Man Who Picked Them next and uh, a first-hand account of what it's like to have coronavirus as a young man with a young family and how scary it can be, even if you do all the right things to avoid it. Uh, from a friend in our sports industry, Paul Heinert, coming your way on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN.com did you miss one of the
3: awesome discussions or compelling interviews hear them back by going to kwsn.com click on podcasts it's easy and available anytime kwsn.com click on podcast